The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Bears and Bucks this weekend. Happy Friday to everybody. Hope your work week went well. You've made it to your weekend. Beautiful uh, day in the city of Chicago. We'll talk to Wilbon one hour from right now. If you want to participate in the conversation, 312-332-3776. Every Friday, just like last year, we talked to Doug Kazarian. We had a shorter show yesterday, so most of the Kazarian conversation was on the podcast. But uh, we have time for the full conversation. We record with Doug before the show just to make sure that the uh, cell phone, because he's a lot of times uh, in cell hell in Vegas. We want to make sure that it's crystal clear so you could hear all of his great picks. He makes lots of money. He oftentimes wins these contests out in Vegas. And he is going to be announcing a new project very soon. Uh, Doug Kazarian for many years worked for ESPN and uh, ESPN.com. He will have a new place soon, and he will be announcing that on our show. Uh, so we talked to Doug a little bit earlier, and we started, of course, where we always start, with the Bears, and asked him what he thinks about Bears and Bucks. So, betting the NFL, number one rule is contrarian to recency bias. Recency bias gets everyone in the biggest like trouble when betting. It's, it's you got to remember... These games, from in terms of like a point spread, can come down to like three plays. We saw that last night with the Eagles game. So Tampa's off the big win. Bears got spanked, but they actually played pretty well and kind of outplayed Green Bay the first half and things along those lines. So I would be inclined to take the Bears. If you can get the plus three with a little bit more juice, that makes a lot of sense. Three we've talked about is the most key number. In the NFL, 15% of games since the extra point distance moved back in 2015 have landed and been determined by exactly three points. So just getting that three is so much better than two and a half. So maybe it'll come back up. But I don't know if the Bucks are mature enough to have a big win and then cover points against the Bears. But in all fairness, Chicago's not that good. Remember, they had the worst record in the league last year. Mm-hmm. I know well, all we the field <laughs> and all that. I would lean to the Bears plus two and a half, but if you can get three, I like that a lot. Doug, do you like any of the uh, the prop plays? Like Justin Fields uh, didn't get off to a good start. His rushing total is 16 and a half, and DJ Moore only had two catches. I believe his reception number is three and a half. Either of those enticing to you? So I think with that kind of stuff is where you guys will really come into play, whether it be running sound bites of coaches and things along those lines. I think when you spend that much to get DJ Moore in terms of draft capital and things like that, you need to get him involved. So I do like that. But the Bucks defense, I mean, my favorite win total coming into this year was the Bucks over six and a half wins plus 120. Remember, this was a team that was the NFC favorite a year ago, had the same win total a year ago as the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I know you lose Brady. I get it. But is that like five wins difference? And they're extremely healthy. Last year, they had all those O-line injuries. Now, they lost Jensen again this year. But 
They still have stud wide receivers and then on defense have elite sort of position groups at some places. This is a good team. The question is, can, can a, their worst position is quarterback. Can he be a game manager and can they win with him? So in terms of uh, offensive stats for the Bears against this defense, I, I think it's about like a more, you know, you know, like you said, he only had a few receptions. Like, are they going to spend that capital to get him and not get him in the offense? Like in the preseason, he had the bubble screens, right? And then he took it to the house early. I know it's the preseason, but maybe incorporating some of those cheapy receptions props, you can sort of get get to where you need to be with that. Waddle, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think you're foreshadowing like it, love it, because I'm all over the DJ Moore stuff. Yeah, it's still hey, even, even with like, all like, of the, the attention that's been paid to what happened last week, the number's still three and a half they, catches. They gotta feed the beast. Yeah. They gotta feed the beast. Right. If they don't, I think we, we're all going to be raging. I mean, well, we may be raging anyway. We, we will, but I mean, they got to feed, they got to target him. They can't target him twice. Um, Doug, let's stay in the division here. The Packers came into Soldier and they won. They're beaten up here, especially with the skill guys. Um, Atlanta's not bad. Uh, this and, and the line has really moved. I think Atlanta was a dog originally at home. They're one and a half point favorite against the Packers. Uh, do you like this game or is this a stay away? So I've been like, I liked Atlanta last week and that was one of my top plays as well. They spend a lot of money on defense and then early in the season, they'll be healthy, right? If they lose guys, maybe they don't have the depth just yet. So I lean Atlanta here. Packers off the big win. Again, we're not did play that great, even though the final score might suggest otherwise. I would look to the over here, although Ritter's got to throw downfield. He's got to throw downfield. He finally did the pits a couple times. He's their weak link. We all know that. But there, there's enough to like here. I would lean to the over 40 and a half. But I think I, I wouldn't be shocked. Obviously, the Packers won again, and they start 2-0 and here. Uh, what do you feel about the uh, the Lions? Are you a fan of this Lions team, or you believe they're just they're given too much attention? I believe they're given five to the Seahawks in Detroit. Yeah, it feels high, and this goes back to the contrarian recency bias thing. I would love Detroit if they had lost the opener, but they've been reading the press clippings a little extra, you know, days rest, if you will, extended time between games. Seattle comes in. Seattle got smacked in the face after a successful year last year getting the playoffs. I like Seattle, if anything, off, off with all the points. All right, let's let's go to one of the uh, big matchups in the NFL. That's Chiefs and Jaguars. Um, the Chiefs are a three and a half point road favorite. The Jags, I think, are for real. Are you taking the home dog here? No, I'm not. I like Ooh, the Chiefs. Really? Why? Because. They're one of the best teams. You have the best quarterback off a loss. This Jaguars defense is kind of trash. Mm-hmm. Um, they should have barely – they were losing to the Colts, and then they were – should not have covered. But I, I love Trevor Lawrence. I like Doug Peterson a lot. Like, there's a lot to like. The ceiling is high, and if they get it all together, then I'll eat my words. And I wouldn't be shocked, though. Like, they have the pieces, to your point. But they have a really bad defense. So the, re, the total's 51, so – Remember, laying, laying points is never fun, but if the over-under is higher, then those points aren't as much of a premium, right? Laying four points in a rock fight game with an over-under of 40 is tougher than laying four points in a, in a high-scoring game like 51, right? It just makes simple math, right? So I think we're going to see it back and forth. The hook might come back to bite me, but I'm more inclined to lay KC minus the three and a half. Now, at DraftKings, it's three minus 0-2. 
So maybe you can buy points and things like that, get it to minus three, minus 20, something like that, or maybe wait till kickoff. But I, again, it's all about contrarian in my world, and typically that's what does well. Jaguars get the win. We're not focused. I think they get hit in the mouth a little bit. I'd like the Chiefs' first half, particularly. All right. I was going to say, you explained it well there, that that you've been teaching us those key numbers of three and, and seven, and then this is three and a half. But you, the, the math there is that this is a higher-scoring game and the total at 51. So you're, you're a little you're a little you can rationalize doing the three and a half on on a higher total like that precisely precisely but you got to pay attention to those key numbers like last week falcons and panthers were three and a half right the first half line was three <laughs> it was, and, and then um it landed flat it was tied at half but you, they, they really pay attention to those key numbers they weren't going to let you sneak inside the three uh, for the first half line, because it's all about the units of scoring. I think I may have skipped that earlier. You know, with touchdowns being worth seven points, field goals being worth three points, that is the sort of separation is is why these numbers are what they are. All right, Doug, what, uh, what are your thoughts on the get-up Super Bowl? It's the Jets traveling to <laughs> Dallas, and the Cowboys, that. I believe, are eight or nine-point favorites. <laughs> yeah, if I lean, if Cowboys are past. I don't think the Cowboys are you know, fat and happy after the big win against the Cowboy uh, against the Giants. I think that was like a, a pathetic performance by New York. And I think the Cowboys can roll them, but that defense is elite. I just don't think they're inspired or rallying behind Zach Wilson. I think they know they can't win with him long-term. But think about laying nine. We just talked about it a second ago. Laying nine with an over-under 38-and-a-half. Gosh, that's... You don't want any part of that, do that, you? I mean, so you're looking at team totals in the neighborhood of, like, 14 for the Jets. Um, obviously, the Cowboys can pressure the quarterback and the Jets O-line. Zach Wilson might see ghosts in Dallas now as well, as Jets quarterbacks tend to do when they're on the road. I, I'm i just not – I just want no part of that game. I think that's the best way to put it. Any other NFL games you like before we get on to college? So pay attention to this Broncos line. It's three and a half for a reason. It's really a bizarre line. If you think about how poorly they looked, Russell Wilson hadn't even solved his issues, and all of a sudden they're laying three and a half against a Washington team who I know didn't look good, but that is puzzling. But I will say Sharp Money came in on the Giants, moved that line from about three to four. San Francisco also took some Sharp Money. And the Dolphins did as well. And that, that's why that line is two and a half to three. They're three-point road favorites. But that's a big ask for Miami. to go on the road to L.A. in that shootout, big win on the road, and then now go to Foxborough and lay points. I'm not a believer in New England. I think that was, you know, they should, probably could have won the game. I get it. But I still don't think they're very good. I don't think the roster's there. But the tough ask for Miami. So I understand the sharp money a little bit. But... I would say the Niners, I think, are going to open up a can on the Rams. All right. Uh, on Saturdays, uh, where are you at on the Colorado-Colorado State matchup? So, you know, it's all about, it's all about like, the narrative. Is this whole thing about the Colorado State coach saying that and then the Colorado coach? Like, I actually do think it's going to impact the game. I mm-hmm. think Colorado is going to sort of go through the motions like they did in the first half last week. We see it all the time. Teams are not mature enough to bring it every week unless they have a huge, huge talent gap. But even when they do, 
we see flat spots, even the Alabamas of the world, the LSU, we see them being 20-point favorites and barely escape with a win. I think this was a game that Colorado was going to win by 7 or 10 and the point spread was going to cover for the underdog. But I think they have their attention. So I'm going to shift to the over. I think the over. I think Colorado could hang 45 on them. And I think the CSU, they got a quarterback change. I think they'll put up some points, much more competent on offense. Their, their defense was pretty pathetic. I think this is a blowout. I like the first half over. I like the game over. I think we see some points, mostly by the Buffs. Okay, then you told me off the air that you like uh, tonight's game with Virginia and Maryland. Yeah, I like it a lot. So this Maryland team started out down 14 nothing last week, got three field goals, trailed 14-9 at half. They should not have done that. They were facing Charlotte. It was a, it was a lazy effort. And this was a big game, right? This is on national television, Friday night, isolated sort of TV island spot, as we talk about. So they're probably looking ahead to this big game, right? Well, first four positions at halftime, they get four straight touchdowns, and they almost covered. It was just a backdoor Charlotte touchdown at the end. So I think their focus is here all week. They're on top of things. Mike Loxley is a veteran coach. I have respect for him. And I think they open up a can on this Virginia team that is terrible defensively. And just not good. I think Maryland first half's a play. Maryland for the game is a play. 14 and a half, 15 points. I think it's kind of cheap, to be honest. I think they win by 20 plus. Mm, I like it. I just made the play. Well, that was quick. Yeah. Well, I, right in. I'm following You're along. Jones right app. in. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything else, Doug? Well, I know Shark Money came in on Rutgers, and I agree. I, I think Rutgers, I think Virginia Tech's got issues. Um, they've never quite captured the Frank Beamer magic, and they had a little bit of it um, with their uh, their replacement coach so a couple of years ago. But he's not. I just they're they're a program going in the wrong direction. And I like I think Rutgers showed me a lot with um, with uh, you know. I mean, they look they pounded Northwestern. I get it, but that's a team that is got sharp money, and I support it. So I'm on board. Nice. Doug, we appreciate it. Uh, and it's he, an ugly college weekend, as you guys know, right? That's, that's okay. They can't all okay. be beauties. Yeah, no. Uh, any, but any? All tickets cash. Yeah. Any news yet? Uh, or are we still uh, a little bit away? Oh, we're close. We're close. Maybe next. I think next week we'll have an announcement. That's or awesome. Next week on the show, we'll definitely be able to talk about some stuff. Can't wait, Doug. You're great at what you do. We love having you having you on the show. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. All right, fellas. Thanks. Have a great weekend. You too. There he is, Doug Kazarian, uh, and again, he'll have that announcement maybe next week, as he mentioned. Um, yesterday, the Eagles beat the Vikings. Did you notice, too, first of all, in the first quarter, as the Eagles got off to a slow start, their fans were booing him. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. It I was didn't. early, like very early in the game, there were some boos on offense. when They got they were 1-0, and coming off a Super Bowl. And then they ended up winning the game, and those fans were booing them. I always want to put that in sort of a a little um, like a like a bag and send it to Hallis and say, "Look, you guys don't have it bad here. There's you, no humping in the uh, in yeah, the Lincoln no, no. Fia- financial field last night. Yeah, like you guys have lost eleven in a row. You know, like you guys got your ass kicked uh, in the opener against uh, the Packers." The Eagles team is 1-0. They're coming off a Super Bowl appearance where they almost won that game, too. And those fans have zero patience. You think the demand in Chicago is tough. Try playing there. 
Try playing in Philly. You ain't seen nothing here. Oh, no. You have it so no. good here. So uh, no then, idea what you uh, what you've got here. And then the uh, and then the fumble, the Justin Jefferson fumble that went uh, over the goal line, nearly a touchdown, but he had just lost possession. Carmen hates the rule. I've seen. I saw a lot of people on social media last night saying worst rule in all of sports. I don't have that same. Passion I don't either. either. Like I didn't have a. I didn't have a passionate take on it. What? What? I. I know I, it's very penal. It's very penalizing. So what? What is? What is his alternative? Is his alternative that the the ball goes on the goal line or the ball goes on the one? What? What's the? Or does the offense get the ball on their on the twenty then? Does yeah, the ball I think go back to the twenty? What's I, what should be the the change? I think, I think oftentimes the alternate suggestion is if it's going to be a touchback, the team sh- that's losing the ball should retain possession. But but I I mean on that front I got I don't know like I I don't have a strong feeling about it. How much of a penalty is that for actually fumbling the football? Wouldn't you just say then you if you fumbled it you fumble? The only thing is like like why is it because it goes out of the back of the end zone? Like oftentimes if you fumble out of bounds, it's still your ball, right? Right, right? and so that's Should like you lose possession of the ball for simply fumbling it. I, the only thing I can think of out is out of bounds when, into the end when zone. When you get near the end zone, it's just a special place. So the yeah, rules that's are what different. Yurko said. That's what Yurko said. That yeah. it's a unique place yeah. that you know the rule. Look in and. All these players are very careless with a ball to stretch over the goal line. Yes. It comes with a There's risk. A, right. So if you want to reach yes. over the goal line, you have to understand that if you don't make it and you don't have that possession and you lose it before it goes over and it goes out of bounds, you could lose possession. Um, like I, so, Ball security should be at a premium for everyone. And it should be at an even higher premium when you get near the the pay the pay zone, so to speak. Like when you get to the end zone, ball security is even more important. So we know that. Okay, so if you have the football and it's in your own, so it's in your end, right? If it's in your end zone, if you have the ball on your own one and you fumble it in, in the back of that end zone, we safety. know it's a safety. Yeah. So then, safety if you dance. fumble the ball. In the opponent's end zone, it's their ball. So the people say that that shouldn't be. It should be a touchback, and it's still your ball. Is that what they're saying? Well, that's an alternative I've heard suggested. But also, as you said, Waddle. Sometimes, like people will say, just your ball at the one. If the defense doesn't recover it, you know what I mean. You, you're yeah. at like the last like yard that. line. I don't think that is penal enough. Like now, you just get it at the one. You fumbled it into the end zone, and How you get it into the uh, the one. Like to me, at least, if you were to change it, and I'm not. I'm not like Carm, where I I've ever thought of changing it. But at least it's a twenty yard sort of penalty where you 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 go from trying first to get down, into the end zone, if, but you're back you, at the twenty now. If you created a first down with the catch, it's still first down, but you have to move back to the twenty. What if it was on a second down? Same down. I yeah, think, you know, down. You don't, or, or, or so third, you know, next down. Second down and, and, and... You don't get to benefit from fumbling out of the end zone. Okay, it would so have to be, second down what if you and achieve, goal. What if you achieved a first down on the play? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. usually when you're well, going in fine. the end zone, you're usually past the first down. Yeah, that's fine. Then you can have the first down. But you don't get, like, an additional first down if you go out of the end zone. What about if you keep it the same, but now you change the rules 
when you fumble, if you fumble out of bounds, the defense gets the ball. Oh, you want to penal all the time. I'm, just, I'm asking. I'm not necessarily. No, I'm asking I'm the question. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. Why not? I, I just Why don't. not? You I like don't. it out. Of, you like when you fumble the ball out of bounds. The defense doesn't recover, but you get. They get the ball. In that situation, how about if the ball goes out I, of bounds? Like I understand what Waddle's saying and Yurko's saying that it's a unique place. If you want to risk reaching over the goal line and fumbling it out of bounds, which you is lose basically it. what Justin Jefferson yeah. was doing last. Yes, night. he was. Yes. If you want to be careless with the football down there, it's going to cost you more. If you take the risk, the reward is is you may get that touchdown. The the penalty is is you lose the football. I have no, I got to be honest with you. I've never really it hasn't created any type of passion in me. No, like either I'm, way, I've always I'm not looked in at Carmen's it, club on and this may, one. And maybe I'm just, you know, following along like a lemming, a football lemming. I just always felt, look, if you don't take care of the football down by the end zone, it could be a more it could be a more severe punishment. And, and you are a guy who has really raged against some of the newer rules. You have you have not liked some of the NFL rules. Yeah. And you've this spoken up against this them. Is, this not, isn't one that it really lights my candle. Does it bother you? 312-332-3776. Are you in Carmen's club that you don't like that rule? That when you fumble it into the end zone and it goes out of bounds... That you don't feel like you should lose possession of the football. 312-332-3776. Waddle and I really aren't bothered by it. Like, it's part of the game. You know the rule. Don't risk it down there. Don't fumble it down there in the end zone. Um, Like it, love it. Coming up, our picks, what to watch for, and Will Bonnet 5. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I like it. I love it. Just a little taste of it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Front like it. Love it. Let's make some cash. Just a taste of it. Cash. I had a terrible week. My, uh, I think my two top plays were Giants and Steelers last really? week. Yeah. They were two home uh, dogs. I thought. Uh, I think I had a good run except for the Bears. I had a taste of the Bears, and I puked it up. What do we got, Tyler? What was the uh, week one standings here? Um, you actually you had the Jaguars as your love, Sylvie, but that was your only win, but you did get three points so out I'm of okay, it. Okay, so I'll yeah. take it. Waddle is in... Uh, uh, front right now, he's got five points. He hit his like and love last week. I had the, oh, ja- I had the Jags, and I had the I had another. You had the Jaguars, and you had the Ravens. The Ravens last yeah. week. Meller is in second. He had uh, his love and his taste hit. Uh, Sylvie is in third with uh, the Jaguars last week, and then I'm in last. I just hit my taste. I've got one point. One point. One rib. Is that, the old, is that the old Eddie, Mur- uh, Eddie Murphy? Was that Eddie Murphy or Chris Rock? Was it one Chris rib? Rock? Who did one rib? Was I thought it was Chris Rock, wasn't it? Uh, okay. I'm not sure. Uh, all right, uh, so start us off, Waddle. You're in first. Uh, you'd like my like, huh? My like is the Chargers. They're on the road in Nashville. Coming off a uh, tough loss to the Miami Dolphins. And they're giving the Titans two and a half in their building. Titans awful. Uh, Titans is very awful. So I I, I like the Chargers Titans to get their very first, awful. first win of the season. That number's two and a half, right, fellas? I see it as yes, two sir. and a half. Two and a half. So you know what? I think they go on the road and they get a uh, they get a victory. 
Tannehill, not so good. Not so good last week through three picks. My, uh, no, go ahead, Mellor. You're in second place. All right, so the only reason is because of the number why I have this as my like. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're 0-1. And we all know they just they should have won that game. They gave it away. Minus 3.5 in Jacksonville. I think there's no chance in hell they're falling to 0-2. Go ahead. I like the Kansas City Chiefs laying three and a half. I'm in the minority on this because I was surprised that Doug picked that too because I was going to use this as go the opposite, but now you all have scared me away. I, I would probably stay away from it, but if I had to choose it, I'd take the Chiefs. I mean, they, they got a little red ass. You're getting the, your two of your Jags best players back. The Jags are good, and they're getting three and a half at home? Yeah, yeah but that's the Chiefs are the best team in the world. Are they, though, now? This year? Are they? Kelsey. I think so. Chris Jones is back, back, but is Chris Jones ready? He didn't have any camp. Uh, The Jags are good. They are. It'll be interesting. And and you're giving them three and a half? Like... So well, they, I'm they, staying they, away they, now. Like, like, Vegas is, you know, I mean, they kind of... Yeah. They kind of know. They know. Kind of know. Sometimes. What do, what do they know? What are they telling you? That the, just the Chiefs? Well, you would think that the number is... You, are they yeah, daring you to take the, 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 you to take the, 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 the public's all over the Chiefs. This is a huge public play is with it? the Chiefs. Yes. It's like 80-some percent are on the Chiefs. Listen, it's a, it's a play for... Do you think the Chiefs are going to... Bounce back. Up, yeah, like, they have the extra rest, too. I know they're on the road. Well, the thing is, they can bounce back and still lose the bet. Exactly. Two. Yeah. Right. That, that three and a half number right. is not wide. This could be 34-31 and, and you lose. Uh, I'm going to like the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I like. I don't believe the Packers are that good. And there are hurts. Um, Atlanta's at home. They are... And I said this in the Doug interview. I, I believe Atlanta started out as a uh, dog in this game. And now they're a point and a half Everybody's on the uh, the Green Bay Packer injury list. Right. Aaron Jones probably won't play. Christian Watson Mm -hmm. probably won't play. Some of their defensive players are on it. I'm on the Falcons. Uh, I like the Atlanta Falcons minus one. I do. I do. A little stung from last week. I am. Guilty. For my like here, I'm going to go in a battle of two defensive teams. I'm going to take the underdog here. I'm going to roll with the New York Jets plus nine against the Cowboys. I know there's no Aaron Rodgers in this game, but nine points feels like a lot for as good of a defense that the Jets have. I know the Cowboys got a ton of praise for their defense last week, but I think the Jets defense is right there with them. Listen, I, I could definitely see a pick or two from Dak into that Jets secondary, and they could keep that under 10. It's an interesting pick. I, yeah. yeah. I, all I know is this will be covered for about five or six straight days on Get Up afterwards. Like, like the Jets' defense. They fly can, around. Yeah, they can certainly keep this close. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, well. Tyler. Uh, my love, I'm going with, uh, I don't normally do this, I, I but think it's we're so juicy to... and so tasty. Yeah. My love is over three and a half catches for DJ Moore. Like, I, I mean, if, you, if DJ Moore has less than four catches in this game, Somebody's going to get an earful. I'm going six. Yeah. Somebody's getting an earful with this. I love your love. Yeah. I love your love. Maller, what's your love? I would go oppo of you, Sylvie. I love the Green Bay Packers getting a point and a half in Atlanta. I think they're for real. I think they're still underrated. While you're right, the Aaron Jones injury does scare me just a little bit. 
but I'm buying in. And you know what? What I saw from Desmond Ritter last week, ugh, no thank he you. Was the, I think he was the only quarterback in the league last year in week one, or last week, rather, in week one that had a lower, what was Carm's stat, like, you know, distance of ball traveled and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was. I think died, Ritter yeah. was one and Justin was two, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, thank you. I don't like that at all. I think the uh, Packers are going to move to 2-0, and oh, and they're getting a point and a half, so I love the Green Bay okay. Packers. All right. It's time. We've got a duel. I'm going to side up with Sylvie here. I'm going to take the Falcons. I like the Falcons minus one and a half right. with the line movement there. I think it's kind of a, a trend here. So, yeah. Oh, it's a big Let's showdown. Let's ride with wrestle. Big, big swing game early in the year. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Love it. And I'm going to go uh, sort of with the, the Waddle play. This is what I had in mind. I'm not going to go receptions. I'm going with yards. I believe DJ Moore can get it on one screen. Um, so I'm going with the over 42 and a half. Like, he better. 42 and a half? Somebody's getting an earful if he doesn't. He he should be able to wake up and get 42 and a half. Well, you would think for a team that has been so inept for offensively for so long, finally would have a guy in their huddle like him. That you would have basically thrown the ball at him 400 times on Sunday. Yeah. And, and Carlton Davis already ruled yes, out yeah, the yes. Bucks, their best and, and, corner. And he knows this team. You know, Waddle, you mentioned uh, Vegas knows. I, I scoffed, I laughed at the future play of DJ Moore over 800 yards receiving. I made that play for $100 before the season started. Vegas kind of knows. Like, That's one. I know it's one game, but I'm like, boy, he should get that in his sleep. First half of the season, 800 yards. But 42 and a half? Houston, we have a problem. Look, again, go ahead with your theory that the dub's more important than the development of some of these guys. If you come out here with a 7-6 win and DJ Moore's got one catch for two yards and the quarterback doesn't make any strides, you're going to be pissed even though they got the dub. You're going to be angry. Yeah, You're going to be steaming. Steam out of your ears. Sweat on your forehead. You'd be pounding the table. You're going to be holding yourself. You're going to be doing this the whole week. You know me well. You do know me well. Despite the W. That joy of getting the W and a 7-6 win over the Bucs will be gone, evaporated by 6 p.m. Monday night. What do you got, Wado? What's your taste? Uh, My taste is the Bengals. They're at home. They're giving the Ravens three. I don't like the three. It was two and a half earlier. The Ravens are missing a bunch of guys, and I did not think they took too well to the Todd Monk and the offense early. I think it may take some time, uh, and the Bengals are uh, looking to get that bad taste out of their mouth. They got dominated by the Browns, so I'll take a little taste of the Bengals, a little hometown team. For my taste, gentlemen, I will go ahead and, uh, you know what? They looked awful on Sunday night. It's, it can't look worse. But the New York Giants on the road against the Arizona Cardinals, who by far and away, in my opinion, are the worst team in the league right now, despite what the Giants did last Sunday, I am going to go ahead and say just a taste. I'll lay four and a half and take the New York Giants. I'm going to go uh, for my taste with the Bills over the uh the Raiders. This is a get-right game for the Bills. I know it's a big number. That's why I'm only going it with my taste. It's eight and a half. The Bills take out their frustration and they get right. Um, give me a taste of the Bills. Minus eight and a half at home. My taste, I'm going to go out to the mountains, Denver and Washington. I'm going to play the total here under 39. I know it's a low number, but Denver hit the under on a lot of those uh, games last year, and it doesn't look like much look like much has changed there. 
And Washington's offense did not inspire much confidence either last week. Oh, they week. looked so bad. Sam Howell. Yeah, Against I, I the mean, Cardinals, too. It was. You're right. I think Sam Howell turned it over three times in the first half. The, the commanders looked so bad in week one. I had them in a teaser, so uh, they won that. But they looked horrible. Horrible. There you I, go. I think this is going to be a rough year for, for Ronnie out in Washington. I think. You think so? They play good defense. I will give them that. Like, they are grown-ass men in the trenches. But, like, Sam Hell, They call him Sam Hell. Sam Howell. Oh, is that, that's a good nickname. Um, we'll see I them. Know. We'll see them soon. Yeah. Isn't it, what, week five? I think so. Week six? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Coming up. Who's got the lead in the uh, the wins uh, little pool there? I think it's Miller. Oh, baby, I'm romping. Are yeah, you? Yeah, Miller's Miller. got six. Waddle's got four. Well, Sylvie and I each have I believe have three. I have seven after last night because the Eagles. Four. Oh, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the week yeah. just began. Correct. Okay. But okay. I got after week one, right. it was right. uh, Miller was six. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Miller's off to a flying star. You dress for success. Also, you whipped uh, Sylvie's ass in uh, week one of the fantasy league, oh, yes. right? Yes, it was... We trucked someone, didn't we, Tyler? Yeah, I forget who we played, but I think it was Nitzburg. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we took played, down the, yeah. uh, and he's. It was, just, I, can I tell you a fantasy story from, I tweeted about that's it. That's all we want. I'll tell no, you a golf I, story. This isn't about a team. This is a, just a story about fantasy where I finally learned what it's like to hear fantasy stories. And I'm like, shut up already. But it had to do with my son. All right, <laughs> this is. I thought it was quite humorous when I was. Uh, I, I was reflecting on it. Did you look uh, like you were looking in a mirror? Is that what it was? It, sort of. Well, yeah. like I, I learned what it was like to be my wife for all these years. Um, I'll share that coming up. And oh, by the way, I got DM'd a picture. Really? I got DM'd a picture, Waddle. Wow. A is, it, is it safe? Safe for work? Is it I'll NSFW? I'll, I'll tell you about it coming up next. Okay. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Different one to watch for here in a minute. Uh, yesterday, so this is, you know, my nine. Mason is nine now. He's my oldest. And so he's now, he's in three... F- Two fantasy leagues. What are his team team names? I always love getting... I get a kick out of really good team names. Well, I mean, he's nine, so it's not... I don't think it's going to tickle your fancy. It may. Eh. Uh, Let's see here. I got to look at it. I'll get the names here in a minute. Meller, what's your best name for your team this year? You usually get a good one. Yeah, I don't get that creative anymore. Not, right. not for the so football team. You know, Sorry, you guys suck. It's Silverman City and Silverman Super- City. Yeah, Sil- Silverman City and Super Bowl Mason. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I mean, he's nine. I like Silverman City. Yeah. So um, he is watching. He's watching the his scoreboard like a hawk on Thursday night football because we had the his team had the Eagles defense and he okay. had AJ Brown. He's going. Nuts over the lack of targets of AJ Brown. Every possession, every throw that Jalen Hurts is making, he is bitching and he's moaning that it's they're not targeting AJ Brown. You're gonna have to put a TV in his room. <laughs> he's, Otherwise, he's gonna he's gonna drive Dad, you crazy. Dad, Dad, why aren't they throwing AJ Brown? 
Dad, they won't throw to A.J. Brown. What's wrong? I go, Mace, it's game one of the full week. We got to chill out. I'm losing 12 to 7. I'm like, Mason, relax. I'm losing points on the Eagles' defense. Uh, can you lose points in fantasy? I'm like, yes, yes. in defense you could lose. I'm like, and I'm getting the payback for all these stories that I've told my wife about yeah. the bad luck that I'm getting yes. from fantasy over these years. And I'm just now you see how it irritating back. it can be. I'm hearing it back yes. from him. But well, Mason, cool. let me call Nick Sirianni at the half, and I'll get some answers for you. But it's cool to see the he's how, he, how he's involved. He could be in, he could be in locked these... in his room playing video games. No, instead. he loves these games. He loves there it. But it, it was something. He's just complaining. And by the way, Nikki Glazer, uh, we were t- she's performing across the street. I invited her to come uh, down to the. Uh, to, I invited her to be on the show uh, in studio before she does her show at the Chicago Theater. And I told you I d- I slid into her DMs on Instagram, and Great. she and she responded. And I showed her that we were right across the street. She then took a picture from her, her workout room at the hotel and said, I could see you guys from my workout room I, in the I, hotel. I think this is a budding relationship. I think it's, I, I think it's good. I think it's Kelsey good. and uh, Taylor Swift. We've yeah. got Sylvia and Nikki Glazer. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if she's if she's uh, going to be joining us or not, but she's she's now. Would you like me to? Me, she if she does say, show up, would you like me to leave? No, no. She's, I, can, I can. I can. She could definitely. I can let her stand here, and she's sending pictures of the studio. Oh, not okay. of her. Okay, of I the studio. Like, what I picture did you, you send of her to uh, her? I sent a picture of the workout area then. To her then, after she sent a picture of her studio. That didn't look like a workout studio. That looked like something else. All right, you knock it off. Let's get to what to watch for. I'm watching you. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. What to Watch For brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Car 10 right now wins pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza, the official frozen pizza of the Waddle and Sylvie show. It's Friday night. You don't want to uh, order out. You don't want to cook. Why don't you? My wife's uh, not home, so like I could use a couple of Connie's pizzas. Well, in my, go pick uh, it up at Jewel Osco Mariano's. Meyer. Well. Uh, Caller ten wins Connie's three one two three three two three seven seven six. What are you watching for? Uh, I don't. I'm out of shows. You know that? Like I gave you Lioness. I thought that was really good. I'm back to watching Billions. I actually am enjoying it. Really? I am. Uh, I don't like that bald only got one laugh. Mike I, Prince. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like well, that's him. that's the essence of a good TV show is is they yeah. build an emotion from you. Not in that way. I just don't so like I don't that he's show. on the show. I don't have well, a show. I, I so think a good way to co-sign this for a show is the last episode of Winning Time Season yes. 2. Let's hope that it's not the series finale. I'm with you on that. Is, is, is on Sunday. I would also add to that. Um, I am. In, I watch Colorado football as much as I can now because of Dion and his team. And I think the Colorado-Colorado State game, which is not supposed to be a close game, could be entertaining for a number of reasons. So I'll be watching that as well on Saturday night. And I'm going to give you a sports one, too, uh, since I gave you winning time as well. And we've been on winning time. 
is uh, Boog's back on Marquee Sports Network. Ooh, tonight. Good you got to have a good him one. back. And uh, 8.40, first pitch on Marquee. Um, and it's Justin Steele on the mound. Uh, right-hander to fat. He's fat. So this is a big one all the way around. It's the Cubs and the Diamondbacks. And for the wild card here, for the Cubs to try to keep pace in the division, Justin Steele trying to win the Cy Young. Trying to win you some money. Yes, and me to win money. It's so important. 840 tonight, Cubs and D-backs. What are you guys watching for? Uh, there's a new movie on Hulu uh, written by and directed by Molly Gordon, who was in The Bear. She's the girlfriend of uh, Carmi. Um, it's called Theater Camp. And it's about just like a staff of a theater camp, and they have to like keep the camp afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comedy. I've heard, I've heard good things about it, but she's in it. Also, Sydney from the Bears in it as well. Uh, Jimmy Tatro, but I've heard good things about that. Good. All right. When when are all like the new shows going to stop? When are we going to get the lag because of the what's happened in Hollywood? My guess is next year is when it'll really oh. kick in. That's when it'll be. By the way, do you guys know? Can I? Can I? Is Equalizer three available to me on streaming or something? Anybody I can know check that for you? I can, can you check can you hook a, a friend Equalizer? up? Equalizer, yeah, the Equalizer three. Equalizer. I need three. to see it. Oh, and not my wife's until out of January twenty four. It looks Damn. like. Yeah. You're a little while away. I'm not going to the theater by myself either. I, that's just not something I do. Have any of you guys caught uh, the Kelsey documentary, Jason Kelsey, I've not on seen Amazon? It. That's now available, so I may uh, peruse that. They Maybe. were advertising that during the game yesterday. Correct, because obviously it was on Amazon and the Eagles were playing, and so the Kelsey documentary is available. Are you guys Amazon. just down on the Amazon like? Yeah, I uh, don't like presentation it. Presentation is with, well, forget the presentation. Carm- I don't like the. For me, the streaming's been a pain. I have had not. I did not have a if, problem with the streaming. Wait, you but don't I've like heard, the presentation of it. Well, no, I'm no, I'm saying like I've heard some criticism of Al Michaels. Oh, okay. And some I'm, of no, the other. Al, I'm fine with. But for me, I, I, like that's what I said. I'm not bothered you, by Al at all. My issue with streaming is when I pause it and try and jump ahead and catch up. That's where, like, yeah, I, I prefer having cable because things are just clunky. Yeah, I, I get it. I didn't try to pause it, but the streaming, like, I heard Carmen say that he's having some still problems with with his stream. It I works, had no problem whatsoever. I didn't either. For me, it works fine if you just let it run through like a right. normal game, but if you want to pause stuff, yeah, you uh, can't do that. You got to, like, streaming I, sucks. I have to, to load it back on my television, I think. Yeah. You guys, I haven't had any problems with that, with mm. the pausing and yeah. and restarting. I think I think Carmen's got issues with this. With this stuff, Carmen I don't think Carmen's uh, well well buttoned up with he that. He needs a text seminar. Well, he doesn't have. What's he have? He was bitching and moaning about all he has is Hulu, or he doesn't have Hulu. That was or the one that he didn't have. I don't think he's his. Like he may be this this great bourbon guy, and he may be good with preparing food. I don't think uh, he's buttoned up with the with the television. So you've just been looking to throw a barb his Finally, way because yeah. of how he's good he perfect. is with the, with the cooking it's, stuff. Carm, it's okay. Yeah. It, you may know how to gamble. You, you may know how to cook. You suck with TV, Carm. You, you suck at TV. You, you suck at TV. Carmen, you suck at TV. We finally found something. You know he's going to put something on, on his Instagram page tonight that's coming oh, yeah, off of his good. stove. Look at what I got. Yeah. When we got Connie's frozen pizza, we win. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, Michael Wilbon. Did he watch uh, the Bears game with someone very, very important? Find out coming up next.